0: Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah, and it is a pleasure to welcome you to my chair. In all four Gospels are recorded in numerous occasions when Jesus said, follow me. Jesus invites his followers to spend time with him, to learn from him, and to follow his ways. And that's the journey we'll be taking together through this Lenten season. I'm so glad you've joined me. Hello, everyone. It's another Wednesday, and during Lent, we're going to use Wednesdays to zero in on a passage from the Gospels. No matter what other reading that we're doing in the Bible, I think it is important to come back to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John on a regular basis and stay close to the life, the teachings, and the work of Jesus. So today we're in John 9, but I'm going to jump back to John 8 real quick to set the scene. In John 8, Jesus is teaching in the temple courts, and he says to the people, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And of course, the Pharisees are immediately challenging this statement. At one point, they say to him, you are a Samaritan and demon-possessed, and they pick up stones to try to kill him. Clearly, the Pharisees are not fans, and they're definitely not followers of Jesus. Now, I find it absolutely fascinating what John records next, so I'm going to read from John 9, 1-16. through 16. As Jesus went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world... I am the light of the world. After saying this, he spit on the ground, made some mud with the saliva, and put it on the man's eyes. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. This word means sent. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. His neighbors and those who had formerly seen seen him begging asked, isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was. Others said, no, he only looks like him. But he himself insisted, I am the man. How then were your eyes opened? They asked. He replied. The man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Siloam and wash, and I went and washed, and then I could see. Where is this man, they asked him. I don't know, he said. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had been blind. Now the day on which Jesus had made the mud and opened the man's eyes was a Sabbath. Therefore, the Pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight. He put mud on my eyes, the man replied, and I washed, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. But others asked, how can a sinner perform such signs? So they were divided. So here we see Jesus saying, I am the light of the world. And then the Pharisees call him demon possessed, try to stone him. And what does Jesus do? He finds a blind man and gives him back his sight. To a man walking in physical darkness, Jesus gives the ability to see light. This is another instance of him demonstrating power over the physical world in order to show that he has ultimate power in the spiritual world as well. The light Jesus gives us is far beyond just the physical light of the sun he created. His light will overcome sin and death. Okay, I can't actually stop at verse 16, because my favorite part of this whole story comes when the Pharisees call the blind man in to question him again. So picking up in John 9, verse 24, a second time they summoned the man who'd been born blind. Give glory to God by telling the truth, they said. We know this man is a sinner. He replied, whether he is a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. Then they asked him, what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? And he answered, I've told you already and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? And then they hurled insults at him and said, you are this fellow's disciple. We are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but as for this fellow, we don't even know where he comes from. The man answered, now that is remarkable. You don't know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes we know that God does not listen to sinners. He listens to the godly person who does his will. Nobody has ever heard of opening the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. To this they replied, you were steeped in sin at birth. How dare you lecture us? And they threw him out. So the man born blind bears unapologetic witness to the power of Jesus. He's probably uneducated. He had to have been unliterate. He, illiterate. He was blind his whole life. And here he is up against the most powerful of his people, the most educated of his people. And he puts it simply, I once was blind, but now I see. Amazing. Being thrown out of the synagogue, that would have been no small thing. Being labeled a disciple of Jesus, no small thing. Finding light in a world of darkness, no small thing. So what about us? What about you and me? Is Jesus the light of our lives? Do we live like it? Is he worth it? Praise you, Jesus. You are the light of the world. When we believe this, help us today to live and walk in your light. Help us to resist the darkness. Help us to follow you and you alone, no matter what. Amen. Thank you for joining me in my chair today. If you'd like to share something with me about your own Latin journey, you can find me at sarah, with an H, at whoisgrace.com. If you've been encouraged, please like, su- subscribe, and share this podcast. And for more resources from Grace Church, visit whoisgrace.com forward slash read.